This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Have you ever wondered what is holding you back? What needs to happen to create the business you desire and to do the things you want to do? My guest today, Brigham Dickinson, founder and president of Power Selling Pros, will give you what he has found to be the most common human tendencies holding you back and how to reach real success by finding freedom from those tendencies. Brigham, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you, Ruth. I appreciate it. I am thrilled to have you. And this, you know, you reached out to me because of your new book, which is called Patterned After Excellence, Pursuing Truth in Work and Life, correct? That's right. So we're not really going to talk about power selling pros things. Let's talk about what's in your book today. Can we do that? Absolutely. So first of all, where do they get your book? You can get it on Amazon. Okay. Or... Um, if you use Kindle, you can get it there. And if you'd rather just listen to the book, you can get it on Audible. And it's my voice, so uh, you can you can count on it being fun and entertaining. <laughs> Absolutely. Very much so. All right. So let's dive right into it. I mean, in, in the book and I and I like so much so much of the book, and it's so true about what, what what holds us back. So let's start there. You have an interesting story to start the book about your son and yeah. running a road race. So let's start there. Well, it wasn't supposed to be a race. It was. I know, but be- it was because you were challenged. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my uh, my uh, son's coach. He's a great guy, Pat Garcia. Uh, fantastic. Uh, motivator for the kids and and uh, we went on this trail run and uh, his boys were uh, teasing my son that uh, their dad can beat his dad and I overheard it and that was enough for me I uh, now look if I were to get on a wrestling mat with Pat Garcia I'd get my trash kicked (laughs) however I've been uh, uh, training for Spartan races uh, over the last four years, and um, that includes trail running and sure. obstacle courses yeah. and you name it. And so uh, uh, this was a sport where I could compete in. And so as soon as I saw that, this fun run, you know, for the team became a race. And uh, But you I were let- challenged. I mean, come on, let's be real here. It's like, <laughs> I'm not letting him, his son, you know, beat my son type thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, I started out uh, letting him go and set the pace, uh, Coach Pat, um, and then I just blitzed it and um, went up the trail and came down the other side, and and Pat followed me. Now, the problem with that is, is that we left the rest of the team in the dust. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were miles behind us, and when we were done, we looked behind us um, on the trail, and uh, half the kids were missing, so we had to go back up yeah, the trail, back and get them. look for yeah. them, and... And um, uh, some of them um, had, you know, rolled their ankles and another kid got lost. And, you know, you're just like, what was I thinking? This wasn't about, you see, it was about the kids and I made it about me. And that was the issue with that. Yeah, absolutely. And it needs to be about them. It doesn't need to be about you, correct? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. So. And we, these things are patterns that continue to happen in our lives when we don't recognize. You see, when you focus too much on yourself, you begin to let others down. And that happens at home, that happens at work, um, it happens everywhere if we're not paying attention. Yeah. And so the, the key is to pay attention to it and to ask ourselves the really, really hard questions. So, you know, what's holding me back? And, and sometimes we don't like the answers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if we want to, if we want to change where we're at, we've got to, we've got to figure out what inside us needs to change. Yeah, because it's not external that needs to change; it's internal. That's right. You are your enemy. Yep, absolutely. So let's let's go a little bit further. So let's talk about you know some of the traits, some of the tendencies, some of the things that actually hold us back. And I think you know. And, and we can talk through this for, for ages and ages, but I think fear is one of them. Fear is a big one uh, because it's imagined. Fear is um, something that we think is going to um, happen in the future. And what's interesting is, is that it may never happen. I know. <laughs> it may never happen. And, and even if it does happen, it's never as bad as we think it's going to be. Um, and that's why fear is such an ugly thing and we cannot be motivated by it. We cannot act on it uh, yeah. because with fear, it always creates a, a lose-lose uh, situation, a lose-lose scenario. And so we need to step back and, and, um, and walk in courage. You see, you can't have courage and fear in your mind at the same time. One will cancel out the other. And so, um, yeah, fear is a terrible, terrible, the worst motivator. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, and the way I, I would put it to everybody is like, okay, remember firing your first employee, how hard that was, how afraid you probably were to fire this person. And you have all this imagining things in your head about what was going to happen. And then you fire the person and it's anticlimactic. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Yeah. And I've it's happened to a lot of contractors. I know yeah. too. So, you know, it's like, you know, fear is somebody had said finding evidence against reality, which is just true. You know, it's like you're imagining your imagination can be very creative at times. Yeah. So hold your bank for sure. Definitely. All right. So fear's one. Give me another one. Well, I'd like to start with negativity. Okay. Because we all are guilty of it. You know, something bad happens, or even if it doesn't happen, you know, the fear of it happening. Um, it starts with where is our attitude? People do not like to be around unhappy people. It's very simple. So you've got to fix yourself first. And it's a tendency that we all have. Um, it happens when we face failure. It happens when we face adversity. Um, and when it happens, it, it keeps us from moving forward. I share a story in the book about um, uh, my brother who uh, was on uh, Border Patrol and was trying to learn Spanish. And he said to himself that he didn't have um, the ability, the, uh, the uh, wherewithal in his DNA to learn another language. Can you believe that? He actually convinced himself that he wasn't capable of doing what others could do. Um, but it's never about whether or not you can or you cannot. The question is, is what are you willing to do? How hard are you willing to work for you to learn another language? It may come easier for some people. It may be a piece of cake, 
but it's not about them. It has nothing to do with them. Stop comparing yourself to them. It's about you. And if you can look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to learn this language or any other goal that you're going after and look at it positively and that you can do it, that you will do it. Um, and that there is no plan B. There's only plan A yep. and you go. Yep. And uh, what's amazing is, is that he did learn the language. He, even though his teacher said he passed the, he, he failed the first three tests and, and his teacher said, you know, I've never seen anybody pass through this program who has uh, failed the first three tests. And he started studying on the weekends while all of his buddies were going out and playing and mm -hmm. stuff. He knew he had to put in the extra time. You know, what is it going to take for me to learn Spanish? And he did it. Yeah, um, absolutely. It was an cool. incredible thing, an incredible example. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, when we overcoming get back. Overcoming negativity is the first one, definitely. All right. So overcoming negativity, fear, and then we're going to get into some more of them after the break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I've seen my client salespeople struggle when a customer asks why they should use your company rather than the competition when your price is higher and you both are proposing the same equipment. I've seen technicians struggle when customers ask them whether they should replace an 18-year-old air conditioner. And most salespeople and technicians never ask the one question that most customers are concerned about, yet never ask. Can I trust you? I found a tool that gives your salespeople and technicians the ammunition to answer this question and more. And the tool works. How do I know? 68% of my clients are using it to increase sales and referrals. What is it? A trust book with your name on it as the author. More details are at HVACTrustBooks.com. Warning, there is only one contractor per area that can get these great books. Some areas are already taken. They've gone to my clients. If you want your area and want to have a tool for your salespeople and technicians to increase referrals and sales, then go to HVACTrustBooks.com now and reserve your area. Eliminate costly warranty leak repair headaches. Three years ago, Ruth King wrote a leak policy letter for one of her clients who was dealing with huge warranty leak issues. When she gave the letter to technicians and trained them on how to use it, warranty leaks went from zero, that's right, zero. Then she gave the letter to one of her other clients and any contractor who wanted it. The results? The same, zero warranty leak repairs. The unexpected benefits? An increase in replacement sales. Ruth shares the letter with anyone and everyone who wants it. So get your sample leak policy letter for free. No strings, no catches, no guarantee results. Go to hvacchannel.tv or call us at 877-520-4321. Click on the link in the middle of the homepage to get your free leak policy letter. I hope you experience zero warranty leak repairs and eliminate a major costly headache. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm here with Brigham Dickinson, and we are talking about patterns after excellence, or actually we're getting into a whole lot of other things, Pursuing Truth in Work and Life, which is his new book. He is also the, oh, I guess the, the president, founder of Power Selling Pros. So yes. talk a little bit about you know, how this applies to Power Selling Pros. I mean, you've got a business, you went back to Utah and, and basically started over again, correct? Yes. So I had a failed business in Florida and uh, it was in 2008 and I'm not going to blame it on the economy. It was my fault. Um, I had a, an idea and it didn't work out and it failed. And I came crawling back to Utah and I slept in uh, on a cot in my brother-in-law's basement. And uh, I looked around and had nothing and, 
uh, felt like I was worth more dead than alive and all those crazy, awful feelings. And I sat down and I started reading books. And uh, where did I sit down? Well, there was this. Uh, On the cot. This, yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a card table next to the cot. And I did sit on that <laughs> stupid card table <laughs> and, and uh, start writing out. And uh, what I designed or what I put together was the beginnings of what is called the pattern for excellence today, which is the foundation of the curriculum that we teach, uh, CSRs and, and technicians and so on and so forth. And it's what propels the customer experience that we teach today. And we started out with, you know, just me. Yeah. Um, and I had six trainees um, at one time. And now there's uh, over 800 that go through our program every year. That is really cool. All right. So, you know, you call it the wow experience, right? Yeah. It's yeah. all about creating the wow experience, which is the end goal of the pattern for excellence. Right. Absolutely. All right. So you, you, we started with negativity. I added fear, which is really my first one. And you can have negativity being first. And so what else holds us back? Not recognizing that there's moments. And in these moments, we either act on self-interest or we act on what is right. And if we act on self-interest and do what's easy, we usually have, um, a hard consequence you see that's what makes truth 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 is truth truth is absolute when there's a promise of consequence attached to it either for our good or for our ill and so um we are um, in uh, a situation where we have to uh discover truth not just discover it but apply it in order to win moments the moments that we're in recognize that we're in a moment and have the ability to win it. And so it's very simple. It's just a matter of looking at a situation that you're in and finding out what's missing. And then once you've discovered what's missing, you want to figure out what the right answer is. And once you've decided what the right answer is, you need to act on it. What, no matter how hard it is, no matter how long it takes, no matter how much you're being paid to do it, you do it. And when you do it, you get the happy consequence that comes with it. So it is all about moments. And when you're in a moment, recognizing that you're in the moment, and not just that you're in that moment, but you personally have the power to affect that moment in a positive way. And uh, if we can focus on others and on what's right, we'll win that moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so great about the, the concept of winning moments in the book. Yeah, absolutely. I want, I want to bring this back to you as, you know, our listeners who are contractors, you know, and, I, and I've always said this and Brigham, you've probably said the same thing is that everybody knows if you're in a bad mood, whether you say something or not. All right. Yeah. They can tell by the, your body language. They can tell by how you're speaking, you know, and being negative. Nobody wants to be, you know, what happens to your, think about it. What happens to everybody's productivity? when you're negative or how do you feel when you're negative? It's no fun for you either. I mean, let's be real here. It's not fun. So, you know, turning things around and, and you know, I've, I've gone through similar situations that you went through with respect to like businesses failing and all that sort of fun stuff. And yeah. what actually got me out of it is I forced myself every day to write three things down that happened that were good. And sometimes it, one of those things was I was alive and breathing. You know, on some of those days. Yeah. You know, I love it, that. Yeah. And it was, it was interesting. I mean, I actually got out of it pretty quickly, but that was what forced me into start thinking about 
the positive things rather than necessarily what the negative stuff that was going on. And, and it made the negative stuff actually get smaller and smaller because we were figuring out where we were going and what we were going to do. And yeah, we had to deal with this crap, but you know, we did it and it was done. I love and, that. You know, we're going it, from there. It never stops. Right. I no. mean, even when, even when there's um, if it's just you, then you're working on you. But then when you've got people that are working with you, uh, payroll comes around and mm -hmm. the question is, is do your people know it when payroll comes around because of your attitude? Yeah, absolutely. And, and does it, and does it affect them? Um, and it could be any number of things. Say um, uh, um, an end user, a homeowner says uh, something bad about your company on a review. And, and uh, here we are, we're in a moment. How are you going to act? Um, say there's an employee that, that we were talking about, you know, letting go of an employee and how scary it is. Well, what if that employee is your top salesperson? And your top salesperson did something that they shouldn't have done. They went into a, a customer's home and they said something was broken when it wasn't broken, or they Ouch. said something was fixed. And <laughs> Ouch. you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and you and you would think that the yes, of course, the right answer is out. But the but what happens is is if people are focused on self-interest, in that moment they will lose it. Yeah, they will lose it, and it'll affect everyone around them. You see, Seth Godin said it best. People remember what you did long after what you said is forgotten. Yeah, absolutely. They'll remember it. And you cannot let self-interest win over what's right. Yeah. I, you know, and I am, I have been accused so many times of being totally black and white and there are no shades of gray with me. <laughs> so, you know, it's, if that. it's, you know, I don't care whether it is, it hurts to fire that person, but it's got to get done. It really and truly hurts. But if the rules are the rules, the rules are there for everybody. And if one person doesn't follow the rules, the rule is gone. And yeah. that's the way I look at it. Yeah. I mean, look, today, 75% of the workplace consists of millennials, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody, you know, you bring up the word like, man, you, no, there isn't a generation more picked on than millennials. I mean, it's true. But the thing is, is that, um, uh, that the social media has just kind of, eroded their their social skills yeah or, or they never they never even developed them and so they need more than a than a paycheck what they need is they need a leader and they need to be mentored and they need a purpose that's bigger than any one individual and they need a set of, they need that leader that follows a set of core values i mean great leadership people that that no don't just do good but actually are good that is a precious commodity that that uh, human beings need today more than ever, yeah. more than ever. And so we have to stick with our ideals in order to win those moments and get our team behind us. And do what's right. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So again, the book is available on Amazon, correct? Yes. And As most audible. All right. So you've got about 30 seconds. Talk about power selling pros and how you can help contractors. So when we started, we started training CSRs to book calls and wow customers. We take them through a program. By the time they're done, they'll book at least 85% of their phone calls. We give them their money back. We also have an awesome um, customer service or customer experience training for technicians. Uh, it is all about the experience. It's all about winning moments. And that's what we train technicians and CSRs on. So if you want to learn more about us, want to work with us, just go to powersellingpros.com. And we look forward to working with you. Thank you very much. Brigham, thank you so much for being here.
And if you want to check out Brigham's book, Patterned After Excellence, or go to powersellingpros.com. And I'm sure Brigham would be happy to help you. Thank you, Ruth. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.